Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. I hope that Wednesday is going great for you, and let's make it a little better with some fun Disney talk. Pam and Ricky join me today, and we get some great questions about a date night where the uh, couple is lucky enough to have the grandparents taking care of the kids for the evening. However, the wife is a huge Disney fan. The husband, not so much, not into characters and really the theme parks. So we're giving some advice as to what you could do outside of the theme parks. No big character interactions, but you can still have a good time. We have some thoughts on that. How is the opening of Moana, the journey of water going over at Epcot? Ricky gives updates on that. Caribbean Beach for a family of four. What kind of room might you request? What about if you need a pack and play? How's that going to work out in the room? This and much more coming your way on today's show. As always, don't forget our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney vacation. And when you do that, you really do support the show. So please swing by the website, themagicforless.com. Fill out that free, no obligation quote for Mention the podcast, and you and I are going to work together on that next trip. Costs you nothing extra, and it really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. Also, please click through our Amazon affiliate link. When you do that shopping online, that supports the show as well. Just click through beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. Finally, our patrons make this show possible. So thank you so very much to those folks. And you can join that group as well for just $5 a month for all these podcasts. And you're going to get a bonus show as well called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, please come on over patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2361 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, for BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great fall. We can officially say that now the season has arrived, even though I bet you're 17 uh, pumpkin spice lattes into the season already, but it is official. Get out those Ugg boots. If you're down in Florida, you still wear them, I guess. I see them around, but man, it's still 92 degrees. So props to you for pushing the season, even though it's hot. I like it. I like the way you roll, but we're going to have a good time answering your listener questions today. I can't, I can't speak. It's been really hot here in the Midwest as well. We're ready for fall, you know, but of course it was cooler a month ago. And now that fall got here, it's like second summer. I think this week it's been 88 all week. So that's how the mother nature just plays with us. And that's how we roll. So Anyway, that's the uh, Farmer's Almanac for today, and we're going to get to the Disney talk. So joining me today from down in Atlanta, Georgia, where I bet it's just as warm as we usher in fall 2023, we have Ricky from thememouseforless.com. What's up, Ricky? You know, it's actually been kind of pleasant here. So oh, lucky I'm not, you. I know. It's, it's been like mid-80s, so I'm here for it. I, I This is the weather that I like, like, you know, mid-80s, no humidity. This is why I live in the South. This this temperature, right? These these days right here. This is why I live in the South. It's gorgeous. So yeah. I know it'll probably be, you know, 100 degrees next week. But for now, <laughs> see, this, this is the time of year, though, in the Midwest, you should have the, you know, it's the hoodie slash shorts weather. Like that's the jam. But we're not. It's like it's a little bit too warm still. It, it'll get there. Maybe October. You know, we got October's next week. Can you believe that? Right. October's next week. No. 
Stop. Stop right now. Man. Stop it. I, it's recording today. Christmas Day is three months from today. It's recording day. So by the time oh. you hear this, we're under three months, people. Got your Christmas shopping started? Actually, tick, tick, tick. I do. I bought something today. Oh, my gosh. I, that was rhetorical. You're not supposed to start your Christmas I'm shopping. I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I, I may or may not have bought something today. So You know me. My Thank rule you, was. Oh, huh? My rule was I don't start my Christmas shopping until I was out of school for Christmas break when I was a teacher. That was my that was my steadfast rule. And now that I'm not a teacher, I don't even know when I start. It's just like when Amazon like tells me, uh, if you don't start ordering now, it will not get there before Christmas. That's when I start to think about things. You know, Prime is yeah. not going to arrive on time. Anyway. No. no. <laughs> so I just, definitely ordered something today. Crunch so. time. Almost. Yeah. No, we don't. We're not crunch time. Plenty of time. But uh, yeah, to start thinking about it. Get, get the game plan together. All right. My friend, who always has a game plan, Pam Forrester. She's co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, taking care of business as we speak. What's up, Pam? How's Pittsburgh? I was. Uh, I wish I always had a game plan. <laughs> this would be my dream. <laughs> I most of the time have a game plan. I'll do. I'll do that. But yes, and here it's actually like chilly. It's uh -huh. been chilly. Like, uh, it, it, you know, Pittsburgh must know. It's like, oh, falls here, chilly and rain. Coming there you go. You. That's it. <laughs> It's it's dry as a desert here. Like we have not had uh, rain in like two weeks. You're getting it all, I guess. I mean, it's just it's we had, brown. But then we started to get some. Yeah, it was like on Saturday. Like my whole family woke up more like nobody feels like doing what we normally <laughs> do on Saturday. Why is this happening? And it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like Seattle weather. So. Uh -huh. But see that that time of year, this time of year though, that's that's the jam. Like that's what we're wanting here, right? Because it's like it's transitioning into fall. I, we're like craving a rainy, cool Saturday morning, <laughs> right? I mean, because then you just kind of, uh, you know, you put on the hoodie all day, you sit around, watch football, you don't want to go outside. No, it's like summer here, you know. But we still go to our football games, go to Mizzou, sit in the heat. We go to Howl Friday night, you know, like I bring the, I'm, I'm optimistic, right? I'm Mr. Prepared. I bring the, the windbreaker. Dude, I don't need that windbreaker. I'm sweating my butt off in the stands, you know, like everybody's looking at me like, why you got a windbreaker, dude? It's, it's hot. It's 88. Like, I'm like, cause it, I don't know. Cause I'm a fool. <laughs> cause I, I know, it. but I want to like a sunny fall day. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I want, like, yeah. Like apple picking cardigans, boots, you know, that but sun, but sun, <laughs> the sun. Yes. yes, it'll get here. It'll get here. We just got to be patient, mm -hmm. I guess. So let, let's hope. All right. So let's it lead will. this one off with some feedback from one of my great guests at the Magic for Less. She just got back about uh, 10 days ago from Walt Disney World. She was here in St. Louis and she has now moved on to Houston. So I guess she said, you know what? The the 80 percent humidity of St. Louis was not quite enough. She had to go where it was just a bit more humid. Then St. Louis, so props to A-L-E-X-A. I don't want to say her name because she always gets right. me when she calls into the live shows on Sunday nights. I say her name as soon as she calls in and launch the little dot behind me. And then it's a whole thing for like five minutes. I'm arguing with my little $20 speaker and it's just a mess. Anyway, she says, hey, Mike, just wanted to drop you a quick note and thank you so much for booking my trip this past week. It was truly amazing and so darn fun. And I talked to her and she said I could share these things. Uh, some things I loved were storybook dining at Artist Point and breakfast at Topolino's for character meals. Incredible character interactions, even as a solo traveler. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to share this, because a lot of folks are always curious about what it is like to travel solo. 
and she gave some good perspective. She said the evil queen is super intimidating. Haha. <laughs> Even as a grown adult, I was tongue-tied when she talked to me. The Halloween party, luckily it did not rain, but there was an epic lightning storm in the sky for most of the night, which made the environment super spooky and fun, like watching the cadaver dance with that uh, with that in the background was perfect. I also got so much candy. I don't even know what I'm going to do with it. Staying at Pop was a solid choice. Okay, my room had tons of storage for someone who tends to be an overpacker, but the bed was comfy. I had a quiet area in the 80s section, and the computer pool was just steps away. Even when I left, I felt okay about it because I ran into Chippendale on my way out, and Chip gave me the biggest hug once, I, once he realized I was leaving. I also recommend anyone to go to the Magic Kingdom on a party day because it's true what they say. The crowds are so light and I got everything I wanted to do done from rope drop until 4 p.m. and then left and felt like I didn't leave anything out. The usual faves, homecoming in the boathouse, knocked it out of the park. And I also tried Tony's, which was surprisingly delicious, and the Brown Derby, which was amazing. I find myself every time thinking Gideon's is overrated, but I also find myself standing in line for it. But I think this is this will be my last time because the only cookie I loved was the lemon poppy seed seasonal one. However, thanks to some BOGP friends and their advice, Gideon's and Everglazed are killer spots for cold brew. Just get, just get them without ice, get a drink carrier, and take them to your room for the next few mornings, and you can skip the Starbucks lines. Look at that. She's a coffee expert. There you go. And I will say, I'm still munching on my last little bit of cookie from the Give Kids World thing. I, I still have, have one morsels, too. Yep. Actually, I, I ate one. I ate a piece of one last night and I was like, it's still soft. It's, it's fantastic. It is still soft. I know. Mine's still soft too because I got to sell the Ziploc bag. Did John yeah, sell, like, did like a Ziploc bag too. Like yes. the mom move, like packed it in a Ziploc and so I keep very carefully By the way, zipping it. For those who don't know, that was Mike's first Gideon cookie uh, ever. And this is my second one. Because <laughs> so. the, the chocolate chip's long gone. This is the cookies and cream. It's uh, so oh, good. the cookies and cream one is really oh, good. It's rocking. I like Dude, I, I make sure because the cookies and cream one's really crumbly. It so is. I just I make sure none of that like escapes the little You're wrapper. Just not that is not, it. nothing is going to fall on the floor because I'm not wasting it. Dude, <laughs> no, I, yeah, yes. uh, no more. Yeah, so, I get okay. it. I get it. Yeah, so it's still yeah. hanging in there by a thread. There's like maybe enough left for tonight after Taco Bell. We'll see. Yep. Okay. Uh, Alexa has a few more thoughts. Food and wine was also solid. It was my first time going, and my favorite thing was the warm pudding cake from Ireland. Yes. Hang on. Ding. Ding. Whoa, nope. Wrong thing. Wait. Bing. Yeah. That's Drums it. too, whatever it takes. Cause I had that with Scott when I was down there rocking. That stuff is the so good. The problem is, this... is it's always so hot when I'm down there and then I don't want warm, hot pudding cake, but then I'm like, I'm going to regret not getting the hot pudding cake. So there, yeah. whatever, inject that into my veins is what yeah, I say. It's so good. <laughs> oh, yes. she continues. I could have eaten 12. LOL. I, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> the cast members were also so incredibly nice for having uh, to stand outside in the heat for a crazy long time. I also recommend the corned beef and beer cheese chips at Flavors from Fire. Okay, so Guardians. I get really nervous and anxious when I can't see a ride before riding it, so I was really going through it in the virtual queue line for Guardians for the first time. I wrote it and was like, hmm, okay, that was interesting. Probably don't need to do that again today. 
Then I woke up the next day and was like, yeah, I should ride that again just to try it and loved it the second time. I got conga both times, which I think fits. Oh, see, that's the one I want. <laughs> okay, there you go. I haven't <laughs> thought about that in a second. Then the third day, I also bought Lightning Lane for it. And I got September and it rocked. Okay, that's nice. my jam. Yeah, that's a Earth, Wind, and Fire giga rock there. The fourth day, I was so sad I couldn't ride it again and would honestly ride it every day if I could. Explaining how the ride works to someone, though, is super challenging. I also did Tron, which was cool, but less impressive because the outside part rocks, but the inside part is just okay. I'd rather do Rock and Roller Coaster, which I did on the first day, uh, which I did on the first train of the day, then Tower of Terror twice in a row, all before 9.15. It's safe to say this was an incredible solo trip, and I loved every minute. I'm currently experiencing post-Disney blues and a mild cough, but it was a wonderful time. Thanks again. <laughs> Looking forward to meeting everybody in January. I'll be doing the 5 and 10K. Thanks again. Isn't that a great, uh, that's a great summary, yeah. though. Great trip. Yeah. And great, yeah. great tips. That's why I wanted to throw that out yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. That's fantastic. That sounds amazing. My, my one quick thing I want to say. So, we know that, uh, do you remember... Yep. Last, it, it was the 21st day of September a couple days ago. Uh, yes. How awesome was it that, that Disney did it and they didn't they, even make a big deal about it. They, they just did. played Earth, Wind and Fire the whole day on Cosmic Rewind. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure they the did, best. which is Props. awesome. Props. Yeah. That's the yeah. kind of stuff they need to do all the time. Come on. Uh, yes, sure. exactly. Yeah. How hard is it to just do that? Like, no, I was like, that was perfect. God yeah. bless you. Somebody read the room. They did. It's Somebody not hard. Was awesome and read the room. Like, yeah. just go to the iPod. There's only five songs. Just mm, that just one. That all day. Yeah. Repeat. Right? Because and the thing repeat. was, like, early in the day, I loved watching social media. Right. This because I, like, I was like, they, you know, I was thinking like before this, they should do this, right? Yeah. They, yeah, they yeah. won't. And I'm thinking they won't. Nobody's thinking ahead. Right. But, yeah, then you saw people riding. You know, like early in the day, like, dude, I got Earth, Wind, and Fire on September 21st. They were so jazz. Like. <laughs> Yeah, like I got, I didn't get conga. I didn't get, you know, uh, Iran. <laughs> Woo! I won September twenty. Dude, everybody, like thousands of people, got it that day. Eventually, That's like awesome. every, it was just great. I loved it anyway. So that was cool. Thanks, A L E X A. You're not gonna get me. Okay, so Len's got a question here in the live chat. Staying at the boardwalk in mid January, do you think there's any chance the cakery? Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> Uh, the cakery? I like uh, it though. The I mean, I, yeah, sure. The cakery, the, the cake bake shop is the actual. <laughs> no, official it's, name. it's now the cakery. The cakery. Uh, the cakery. <laughs> sounds kind of uh, okay. Interesting. We'll be open by then. It seems like forever that this is better than works. I know. Just recently, though, they changed it from opening in 2023 to opening. 2024. <laughs> yeah, the last time we walked past, I said to Steve and I looked at each other and we're like. Yeah, that's not opening anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> I mean, we were talking down to the metal studs. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. I don't know. We don't have a date for it yet. Well, right so now, we'll just they just say they just say early uh, early 2024, and I'm based on the latest of what I've seen as well. I'm not optimistic for early 2024, 20, meaning January. Uh, I think it's going to be like maybe march that's still really 2024 but yeah i don't i don't see it do it being done in january it's yeah. all early 2024 until it becomes late 20 well, yeah. this is true <laughs> this is true yeah, until exactly. it becomes mid 2024 and then late yeah 
Yeah, if I had to go to Vegas on this one, I'm taking that it's not going to be open during a trip. It, uh, yeah, solid mm -hmm. bet. No, because the thing is, if they had to push it from 2023 to 2024, I doubt they're pushing it like three weeks. You know what I'm saying? They're right. probably looking at like two months for minimum, I would say. I'd say if you see it open before March, you're going to be lucky. Exactly. Just from history. All right, a good friend Catherine here in the live chat on Facebook says, do you think Caribbean Beach is sufficient for a family of four, a dad, a mom, a would-be four-year-old, and an infant? We would need a pack-and-play and wondering if the room would be too packed with the Murphy bed down in the pack-and-play. What do you think, Pam, on that one? So, actually, we just ended up um, touring these rooms and... Um, we put a video out on the magic for less travel with the room tour. So just to make sure that everyone knows this, cause I don't know that everyone does. First of all, all the rooms at Caribbean beach are not being redone to that little mermaid inspired theme. Um, that's really only happening at a very small, um, select versions of the room and they're located, um, there in, Trinidad South or, you know, whatever the furthest location from the, mm -hmm. the rest but of close the, to the Skyliner. Yes, what, it is close that? to the Skyliner. That is, is true. Former pirate rooms. They were former right. pirate rooms. Okay. The other thing is if you're even hoping to have a chance at a little man, little mermaid inspired room, which they are not calling little mermaid inspired rooms. They are, so it's not a category that you can book. Um, so you can't book this and know that you're going to get this. It is by request only, and it is for a certain type of room. So it's the fifth sleeper mm. room is the type of room you would want to book to even try to get those rooms. Okay. Having said all that, <laughs> <laughs> they are very nice rooms. The theme is, is really nice. Um, while they're located further away from the main building than some of the rooms, the you do have access to that Spyglass um, restaurant, which is right there. And it really is just sort of a quick walk across the road to get to the Skyliner. So, I mean, there's definitely going to be pros and cons. I'm surprised that Disney is not making this a bookable category. I don't know if we'll see that in the future. Um, and it may have just been that um, there weren't enough finished by the time they had to put all those room categories and load all the room categories in for 2024. So that's what we're seeing right now. Um, I think that the, the room will be fine for four. Um, the pack and play, you know, there's still a spot for that. Caribbean beach rooms are actually a smidge bigger than the other moderate resort rooms because they were the first moderate resort on Disney property. They were the first. So you'll see that a little bit, but there's still going to be room for that pack and play regardless of whether you have the rooms with the Murphy beds or the rooms with the two queen traditional beds. So I'm trying to think where the, the fifth sleeper bed comes down because that you're not really losing space in the in the room with the fifth sleeper because where that is in the rooms that are not the fifth sleeper isn't that where the like uh tv hutch is anyway i mean you're not like losing floor space right. are you because no because you aren't really in the same spot like it's dead space as far as like like floor space right because right it folds right out 
So I would think, yes. yeah, you're going to be fine. And a four-year-old yeah. would be perfect on that Murphy bed. That, that's Yeah, I Because we had that question a couple of weeks back. Like, that's what the Murphy bed's made for. Like, like for a sure. toddler. For, for a child. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing to note is the um, rooms with the fifth sleeper, um, at least in the Little Mermaid rooms, they don't have the little table and chair. The um, coffee table pops up so that you can sort of sit there, too. So, Yeah. Cool, I mean, cool, they're cool. beautiful, beautiful rooms. Check them out over at the video. Um, they're just, I think they did a great job. It feels like Riviera light. Yeah. And they're, they're very bright because they are the older rooms. I mean, the older rooms, I mean, they're, you know, they're a decade now, probably like in the theming and there's just a different feel to them. Definitely. For sure. <laughs> they, they brighten them up with the new, the new zhuzh, as you call it. For so. sure. Uh, let's see here. So we got a question probably for Ricky. Uh, information, latest information on the Moana, Moana yeah. exhibit over at Epcot, the journey of water. So I think AP previews started this week, correct? Today. They sure did. And I know there's been uh, some discussion about the AP previews um, because at first Disney said there will be no virtual queue. And then they're like, ha ha, we surprised you. There were too many people who came out. So virtual queue. I can't believe it's a um, virtual queue for something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess because so many people, I mean, they, the line, yes, you know, not the line on Sunday. Uh, was literally all the way down at, when it first opened, like to the front entrance of Epcot. So, you know, I mean, wow. I kind of get where they're coming from, but also like I get people's frustration when Disney says, hey, no virtual queue. And then they decide, hey, never mind. We're going to add a virtual queue. So I, I so get would the they point. rather wait in line for the I, three hours? I, I, I don't guess, understand the yeah. complaint. I just can't I believe guess. there's that long of a line for something like Moana. Well, like, you know, oh, it was morning. So everybody's like, and it's the first day. So everybody's yeah. like, I got to get in and see it. Um, so I don't wow. know, but anyway, the yes, wait in the line, people wait in the yeah, hot sun exactly, for three exactly. hours. That's Trust preferable. me, for being a person who tried to stand in line for figment, say, it's like the figment and, thing all over again, exactly. Like, I tried to, but stand there's in no line chance a figment's gonna fall, you know. I well, that's true. <laughs> I literally made it an hour in line, and I had to go because I ended up, you know, knowing that there was no way I was gonna be able to see figment, like, just. Cause I had to drive back home that night and everything like, and I was still already like three more hours left into my, you know, wait. I was like in the hot sun and keep in mind, Disney had not put out umbrellas yet at that point. So like they were starting to realize, Hey, maybe we should put out umbrellas for people. And so that they don't melt in the hot sun. So, I mean, the virtual queue, I probably would have appreciated it for the figment thing. Definitely think that people should appreciate it for the Moana thing if it's necessary. So, I think that's kind of the whole point is they may or may not offer a virtual queue for Moana these first, you know, the, like the first day it opens, these annual pass holder preview days. I think it's going to be, you know, done by ear um, and based on the number of people who are there to see it. I think like the first day uh, that the attraction opens, yeah, you're definitely going to have a virtual queue. I just, I can't see that not happening. You do have to be in the park in order to get that virtual queue, or at least you did for the annual pass holder preview. Since it's new, don't have any idea of if that will be the case for, you know, the... the uh, I hope they do. Otherwise, that kind of puts a whole sort Agreed. of cog in that, you know, that sort of messes things up too, because you have people there who aren't even at the park. Agreed. I agree. That, that's, I think, that needs to be an in-park virtual queue. I think it needs to be an in-park virtual queue as well. It, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it's it's a walkthrough, so like it, it needs to be an in-park thing. 
Um, and so, I mean, we'll, we'll see how, you know, it goes. I mean, this is something that Disney hasn't done in a while. They haven't done a walkthrough exhibit like this in a while. So it's kind of hard to gauge how it's going to go. Um, you know, so, um, I'm excited about Moana. I know that a lot of people, you know, are like, oh, it's just, it's just a walkthrough. And I'm like, yeah, well, that was what it was advertised as. Uh, and also like, you know, it's nice to have different things at Epcot to be able to get the chance to do. So uh, I'm definitely going to have to bring some sort of swimsuit, I think, for Lucy when we go. I thought you were going to say for yourself. I'm like, you can wear a yeah, swimsuit. Yeah, and, and probably myself. Uh, but um, yeah, it, I mean, I kind of have tried to avoid as many like spoilers as I can. Uh, you know, I've seen some pictures and stuff like that, but I, I want to try to experience it myself. I'm hoping to be able to get down there in October, like the weekend after it opens, but we'll see again. I, I'm, and I'm, you know, already looking into the fact that, Hey, they may have a virtual queue. So, um, yeah, it looks like a really great attraction from what I hear. It's very much like Epcot. It's that edutainment thing that we've always said they need to keep putting in the park. So if that's what it's about. I am here for it 100% and excited to see Disney do something like this again. So here's my take on that though. Okay. Now this is just, this is just Mike. Okay. Be an old, old guy here. Uh oh. Okay. I think this is going to be an awesome addition for Epcot. It's exactly probably what Epcot needs, but I think this is where society has changed in the last 10 to 15 years. It's, this is meant to be something that's just casually strolled through and it's an addition to a theme park that you don't necessarily even need a line for, you know, right. much less a virtual queue and all this, you know, nonsense to try to get in and all that stuff. But it's everybody wanting to. And I mean, be first, and everybody, be first and put it on YouTube and put it on exactly. Instagram. And I mean, everybody's like, Mike, you put all your stuff on Instagram. I do. <laughs> but I mean, you know, uh, the thing is, like, that's that's everybody's trying to be the first and trying to get that the click. Mm -hmm. And that's why these things that I'll, I'll really enjoy the heck out of this thing. I think because yeah. it looks neat and it's really like, like Len says here, I hope the success of Moana leads to Disney to develop more entertainment experiences. A hundred percent agree. It's why I love living with the lamb, a favorite attraction. I agree, but I think this is going to be like singing its best song nine months after it opens when all the hype is gone, you know, and like, it's just a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. You're cruising through that's where it's going to be beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Like the hype yeah. cycle's done. I, yeah. That's what I think. No, I a hundred percent agree with you. Just being able to explore it without worrying about, you know, Oh, there's so many people behind or, you know, Oh, I have to wait in this long of a line to get into it. Yeah. I think just being able to, to stroll and, and experience the whole thing is going to be so fantastic. And I know Lucy's going to adore it. So it's going to be so great. All right. Jason's got a question here on Facebook. He's so excited. He asked it two times. So, Ooh. When you're with your experience with Disney Cruise Line, what do you think is the percentage of folks who actually get off the ship and explore Nassau? So let me ask you, Ooh. Ricky, when you go to Nassau on a on a Bahamian cruise, do you typically get off? Uh, no, uh, Brian. Matter of fact, Brian and I, when we were just on the Wish uh, in August, we didn't get off the ship. We stayed on. Um, and I'm going to answer this in kind of two parts. I think it kind of depends on what kind of cruise you're on. So if you are on a cruise that is mostly newbies, uh, like the cruise that I was on in August, I it could definitely tell it was a lot of people who were first timers or, you know, they were, this was only like their second to fourth cruise because they were all wearing the silver, mm -hmm. you know, um, and um, lanyards. There weren't a lot of gold lanyards on my cruise and there weren't a lot of platinum ones. So the majority of people were definitely new cruisers or, or you know, not 
bad experienced cruisers. I think for those people, they tend to get off the ship more. I agree. Um, so I think that like our, our cruise definitely was less, uh, crowded on the Nassau day because everybody got off the ship for the most part, not everybody, but you know, a good chunk of the guests. I think when you're on a cruise, that is more people who have been on the ships over and over again. Uh, I think those are the cruises where you find that less people get off the ship in Nassau. So, um, and you'll kind of be able to tell based off the the lanyards that people wear if you see a lot of people wearing you know gold or platinum lanyards probably more of a cruise that that people are more experienced and probably not getting off the ship uh so yeah i, I think like the summertime cruises are are more people getting off at nassau that kind of thing that's a good point it's definitely a good observation pam what would you say like just globally in nassau like a percentage i'm gonna mm -hmm. I, mean, I would go right down the middle and say it's probably about 50 50. I, had to guess. I know, and it's it is hard. You know, I feel like the toward the earlier part of the day, you have a lot more people off the ship. I mean, also you true. see that, and you um, you know have access to more of the ship's amenities. They're just it isn't as crowded. So if there's something that you want to do, I think that's a great time to plan to do it. But yeah, there's. I mean, it really does depend on the makeup of who is on the ship and what they're hoping to get from it. I'm, you know, I think that there are some fun things to do in NASA. There's some great excursions, something to try there. But I know a lot of people who have been there tend to stay on the ship. But they've been a few times. So that's where it ends up being. I bet, you know, it would be interesting. Disney would never release this kind of information. No, no, and no. So not only that, I don't think Nassau would have released that Never. kind of information. So it'll be interesting to see um, how that continues on as Nassau becomes one of the, the the ports that a Disney cruise typically stops at. So I will say though, Nassau has done upgrades to their port over the last couple of years. Hundred percent, they have. It's yeah. a lot nicer now than it was three or four mm -hmm. years ago. Just saying, yeah. it is a lot nicer in the port area. So for sure, kudos to them. Uh, here's. A, Email from one of our listeners. I got to put this out here. It is from Danelle, and she says this. So I like being challenged. I don't mind it. I mean, I always told my students, no, accept the challenge. If somebody calls you out, take it. Mike, longtime listener, but first time writer. I felt like I had to write in after listening to the episode where you hated on Zootopia. See, I didn't hate on Zootopia. Oh, you, no, you hated on it. You <laughs> okay, hated okay. on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm calling out Danelle. Let's go. Let's go. Anyway, cheers to Ricky, who was trying to keep you in line, she says. <laughs> hey, so I'm challenging you to watch the movie, then report back on what you thought, because I don't think you should have such strong opinions without actually watching it first. I love this movie. One of my favorites, and I've seen most Disney movies being a child of the early 90s. Zootopia has a great message, great music, and of course, Jason Bateman, one of my Hollywood crushes. So who wouldn't like that? Is this a cartoon? Yes. 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 Is this like a Jessica one of the Rabbit voices. thing? He has a very distinguishable voice oh. slash like, Okay, so he's a cartoon. But is he like a cartoon person? He's in a it? fox. Yes, he's a sly fox. Oh, okay. I was all kinds <laughs> of confused when I read this. I'm like, I thought the whole thing was a cartoon. Like, <laughs> it okay. Is, but Anyway, so she says, so I challenge you to try everything and watch this movie. Cheers, Danelle. That's, 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 a, a, that's a nod to the 
movie, by the way. Try everything. Oh, okay. I, I, I was like, <laughs> try everything. I was like, is that my new philosophy on life? Just uh, try it. No, I don't that's know. The song. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Good. Okay. Give her a ding. She says, P.S. I'm probably also partial to this movie because my friends say I'm Judy Hopps. I'm very energetic and won't stop working on goals until I accomplish them. Like, you know, so I will, I, I, after football season, I will oh try goodness. to watch this movie. When so I, he's going to forget about it. And then, well, cause <laughs> I've canceled Disney plus until after football. Cause there's no reason to pay for it until after football. Cause I only watch sports during <laughs> football season. So come February, I will restart Disney plus. So somebody and, needs to remind him in February that he needs to watch <laughs> Zootopia because he will not watch it until then. <laughs> right and now it's free. ESPN plus and YouTube TV. So. Yes, but I will. And I like that. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll have to watch the Zootopia and check that out. I have seen Moana, though, and I did like that movie a long time ago. That was a great oh, movie. Okay, uh, Morgan says, let's speak to the wish. What are the must-do activities that are included on the wish? We have our son, who will be 13 months. Oh, little baby. Yeah. I would say you got to do the midnight thing. The last night, too, the thing in the atrium. That yeah, was cool. That's night. that's included, and that's that's my suggestion. Pan. And there what are two two kiss good nights, one on pirate night and one regular. So just a heads up there. Okay. I found that out. The last night's sure. the best though, because it's like sad. Everybody's like yeah, right. kind of a mess. But they have a 13 month off. old, so they may not be up at midnight. Dude, Although it, it, it does up, happen. Just keep them up it, late. It's good. It does them. happen, I think, at 10 and at 11 as well. So just a heads up. Yeah, but, keep them up till midnight. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna say with the 13 month old, they they have a great little splash pad area. Uh, that's Toy Story themed that yeah, I think that was cool. they will love. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and that's going to be a big suggestion for me is just to hang out there because that's going to be so much fun. Yeah. yeah, Mallory loved that on the Dreamer Fantasy when she was like little. Dude, she just went down that because it was I think it was Nemo's themed. Like she just went yeah. down that little and there's slide, a slide over, there too. Over, yeah, 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 yeah. Over God, we did that slide a hundred times. Pam, yeah. it, it, the one on the Wish is like forward though. I think. I'm pretty sure it's forward. Yeah, it's forward. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Pam? One more suggestion. I think I'm going to say um, use your app. Make sure you check and see where those character appearances are going to be because <laughs> there are so many different character experiences when you're on when you're on one of the ships. I mean, it's incredible how many yeah. different character interactions there are. It's like it, sometimes it seems like like every second thing on the app in terms of activities as a character greeting yeah, like so, there's just yeah. that many um so definitely do that uh think about getting one of the um photo packages i think when you have um a little one traveling with you those the the photo packages become you know so much more important so mm -hmm. that's true too have a good time on the wish yeah so fun so fun and i would i yeah, the frozen dinner is going to be a blast. That is so that the frozen dinner, though. I mean, you got to be like ready because that dinner is so high energy. Like yeah, it, is. it, it, it's a lot. Like it is, man. It's a lot. Like there's, you got the concert going on. You got yoohoo all the time. You got Olaf <laughs> mm -hmm. swinging by. Then you got to swing your napkin. You got to got to be ready, man. To have your shoulder loose. I mean, it's it's a you got to eat too at some point. Like it it's wild, man. It was like I was I was like sweaty by the end of that meal. That meal was a lot. It was crazy. It was so fun though. Oh, wait, making sense. Thanks for the suggestions. We'll definitely be going to the 10 p.m. kiss goodnight. Yeah, see you there. Come yeah. on, keep them up late. It's a cruise. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, love right? that, that's great. All right, Alex has a question here in the inbox. Uh, let's see. If we are park hopping, starting at the Magic Kingdom, going to Epcot, can I buy an individual lightning lane for Guardians and for Tron? I would obviously have to work the logistics of the times, but is this possible? Thanks. Can you do that? It is. Yeah. You can, right? Can. I was thinking like it's a trick question. The thing is that you will need to, um, I mean, make sure that it's a time after Two. the park and hopping. The park hopping is allowed, so... Correct. That's what I was thinking. That's like, is this is a trick question or not? Okay. Here's another question. Hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scott, keep up the great work. I have a question on the 14-day magic ticket, which is the main option for UK-based guests, which I don't, obviously we can't sell here in the States, so we'll try to answer this one. The ticket is valid for 18 days from your start date. I've read multiple conflicting reports on if visiting a water park counts as a day. Most seem to imply that the water parks do not count as a day. Can you please help clear this up best? Adam is over in the UK. Now, we can't sell these tickets, so I don't know the answer to I this. I don't either. You, you don't either? Um, so I, typically, like, when we sell Magic Away tickets here in the States, the like, if we had an option... Like if a ten day Magic Your Way ticket, that is not the the water parks don't count as those. Like that's a, that's like an add on option. So mm -hmm. I, I would have to. What I would say to that's check. You know, really check the details in your ticket. Yeah, I would assume sure. it's the same, but like I would, I would think assume, they have. But they, I know they have some different, totally different stipulations. Rules, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would sure. think, but then as soon as we say it, I'm gonna be right. I know, right? That's yeah. exactly yeah. what I want to say. That check details. All right, last question of the day. It's from Lisa. Hello. I'm Len and Jen Wilcox's daughter. Oh, hey, Len's in the chat. Hey, Len, guess what? Your daughter's right now. Uh, and I'm going to their. I'm going on their Disney World trip in January. Like my parents, I'm a Disney World fanatic. My husband, however, isn't. <laughs> oh my I love my soundboard. Uh, he definitely enjoys the trips, but he doesn't care about the characters or theming around the movies and such. What he does love is good food and chill experiences like hanging around the resort pools. My question is this. My husband and I will likely have at least one evening child free. Sounds like you're watching the kids, Len. Uh, do you have suggestions for something we could do for an evening out that isn't too character themed? I've taken him to walk around World Showcase and eat something there, but I'd like to do something different. I'm not interested in doing Disney Springs. But I also don't need to stay in the parks. In fact, I think doing something around the resorts might be fun, though I'm not familiar enough with all the resorts to know what has the best food and ambiance. What would you suggest? Thanks for your help, Lisa. Boardwalk. Oh, Boardwalk is a good choice. That's where they're staying. Oh. Because I booked their trip. That's actually a really good choice. Step so, outside yeah, your door and take take advantage of all the entertainment on the boardwalk. I mean, that's true. Go further but away where would you kids. where would you dine? What would what would you be your suggestion for dining? You could do, uh, man. I really love um, Trattoria El Forno. That is a sleeper hit. I love that. You could go over to Ale and Compass. That's flying a good place. Fish. Flying Fly, fish. Yeah, yeah. Flying fish. I mean, if you want to be fancy, I, fancy. Fly, flying fish. <laughs> It's just regular. It's regular. I've never been yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, I've never and it's been. a great 
it's a great date night option as well. Like flying fish is definitely a good date night option. So mm-hmm. I would, but you could go do like, I think, I mean, I don't, he's, he says he doesn't like characters, but I mean, is he like so chill that he wouldn't do like uh, jelly rolls? Mm. That's fun. I mean, but that's, that's a lot. I mean, it's not chill. No, definitely not, not chill. And has a cover charge. Just like to remind people that because that is one thing that not a lot of people know about with jelly rolls. Life I think the boardwalk's a great option. Plus, you can just walk that loop around, you know. Do not get beach. a Surrey bike. No, no. don't. <laughs> Call off the dogs. I've done that. No. <laughs> so, yeah, there's lots of great options in that space for sure. Yeah, get an ice cream at the end of the night. Uh, go go to the ESPN club and watch cream. a game. Oh, wait, you can't do that because oh, the, the Len, Len brought up the cakery uh, yeah, because yeah, of that. <laughs> uh, and he says, yes, yeah. they are watching the kids in the live chat, by the way. Yeah, go to the ice cream parlor, get ice cream, either split it with each other or get your own. Depends on And you can get, even go to the beaches and cream window. Too. Oh, yes. Yeah. One shake, two straws. Date night. That's right. That's right. Um, trying to think what else you could because you got Ale and Compass. Yeah, you could. Yeah, that's you could. Ale and Compass Yachtsman. Yeah. Um, yeah, Yachtsman. Is Cruise Cup yeah. open? Cruise yeah. Cups is open, but it basically just um, is the Yachtsman menu. Right. They have right. a good burger though. Um, oh, they did. Oh, they don't have not, anymore. It's, oh, mm-hmm. what a shame! Now I got to hit the button again. Well, I know. It is. I I miss their menu being their menu. Man, that burger was so good. Now I'm sad again. It was. Just find out Mizzou kicks off at 11 o'clock in the morning against LSU, and now the burger's gone. Man, my day is going downhill (laughs) fast. Um, You could also ride the Skyliner, too. I mean, if you walk around there, just hit the Skyliner, I mean, it's kind of chill. Get a little go over to the Riv. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you're talking. Now you got a whole new world right there. Le Petit Cafe. They have drinks in the evening. Bar Riva. And it's just uh, Bar Riva, of course, is awesome. Dude, we just set up your night. You're set. We did. We did. You might have the kids for two nights. (laughs) Be ready. Be ready. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's show. You have a question, drop it into our inbox. Mike, M-I-K-E. It's hard to spell, right? At BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Or join us. We record the shows on Mondays, usually around 5.30 Eastern. So just come over to Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. We love hanging out with you. So come on over. Don't forget, our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We are always standing by to help you plan amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacations. No additional cost to you. You don't get that many places. You can go to the grocery store. It's not like, hey, I'm getting out of here with no additional costs. It's like I walk in that place, 200 bucks. <laughs> it's crazy. That's like Target, 250. So, well, dude, I just need shampoo. <laughs> what? Anyway, <laughs> no cost to you. We'll take care of you. We'll get you the best deal possible. More importantly, I always it's important to me that you have the best vacation possible. That's just, that's the goal every time. So just swing by the magicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons for letting us do this show. I love doing the podcast. So does Pam, Ricky, and Scott. We have a blast, and you guys allow us to do that. So thank you so much. You can get our bonus show on Tuesdays called Mike in the Midwest. Come on over, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast give us a follow on the social media at be our guest mike for me at ricky nibs for ricky at tmflt pam for pam and scott's at epscott he's not here tonight he's eating tacos i think but you can follow him as well instagram twitter and threads i always forget that name 
in Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, the live call-in show. Give us a holler and join us. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And by the way, if I see Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey on my TV one more time this week, <laughs> it's nonstop. That's sports. Anyway, we are going to be back again on Friday, and we're getting you ready for... It's almost Halloween. October's going to be here this weekend. Did I mention Christmas is around the corner? But Halloween is like the great pumpkin is like stalking us. It's going to be, look, I got my pumpkin McDonald's buckets right here in the studio. We're ready to rock. So what we're going to do on Friday, we're going to think deeply about places around property, Walt Disney World where you can find spooky areas. And not the obvious, of course, Tower of Terror, Haunted Mansion. Okay, no brainers, right? They're haunted attractions. But we're gonna find dive into the resorts. Where's a place you might stay? You might find a little spooky. How about restaurants where you might find a little spookiness on the, you know, in those restaurants or attractions outside of those two I just mentioned. We're gonna get you ready for the Halloween season on Friday. So be ready and bring a flashlight. So for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.